When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okie let's do this, the Laurie and Julia show for you Tuesday on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Matt Belanger is going to be with us today for the month of March. We have we are switching in from Thursday to Tuesday just for the month of March. So we'll look Thank forward you to his visit. Yes. For telling us the calendar. Now we know. The Belanger report. The Belanger report. As yep. we yes. gave it to him uh, last Lovely. week. Lovely. Uh, my gosh, did you take my advice and watch Katie Keene? The silly show that you didn't know you needed. With clothes and glamour and shopping and in a store like Bergdorf Goodman's in New York. I loved it. I loved it, Lori. It was like Sex in the City meets Gossip Girl. I know. It, I thought it was great. It, and it has that Carrie Diaries feel to it, too, because sure. everyone is like supposed to be in their 20s. And But I don't you want to wear don't you want to wear red more red? Katie Keene wears red every day. I bought the red sweater, but I was banned from it because I was wearing it to the concert, to the Fillmore opening, remember? Julia, <laughs> a cabin sweater is not a concert <laughs> sweater. Cabin sweater. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was lovely, but I do, it makes me want to dress up and wear suits again. I mean, they look good on people. Oh, it just looks so good. I see you have your I Voted sticker. Did we all vote today? I just they, forgot to affix mine. Yeah, that was, yes. uh, I asked my the ladies at my polling place, has it been busy? Busy, steady. Oh, mm. that's kind of what I got. Like, and, I went and she like said, like this, and I was the only one in there. And okay. I said, oh, okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> and they the do have there. people who are not, you know, have dropped out of the race oh. on the ballot. Oh, yeah, they're all on there. There were like yeah. ten people <laughs> yeah. on the ballot that aren't even yeah, on there anymore. If you were voting Democratic ticket, because right. And did you notice we had our first ever where you had the computer where you said, "Yep, that's me." Did you have that at your polling place? No. Except they had a little a little tablet that the nope. girl turned no. to you. Yeah. No. Oh, I didn't yeah. have that. We had a fancy. You're fancier. Yeah, no, fancy. But there's also a lot of St. Thomas kids that vote at my place. Yes. So there were I, I was glad to see a lot of that. Some some action. Some action. And Very it just nice. felt it just felt good to just to just do something as a concerned citizen. Yeah. Making our voices yes. heard. Last night I was obsessed with the lady who kind of looked like a fancy Danielle Staub gazing up at Joe Biden in her pearl headband, kimono coat, and gigantic, gigantic, what looked like real jewelry earrings. And I was like, wow, she must be a big donor. Yeah. But she just, I, I couldn't stop looking at She's her. She's just staring. You always, when someone's giving a speech, I zoom you in zoom on in the, on the people behind. I want to see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. There you go. My gosh. I did, after I got done... Uh, Voting, I watched The Bachelor, The Women Tell All. Yes. What was the scandal? 
Well, you know, I mean, I got to give credit to ABC and The Bachelor. He, it was like almost towards the end of the show. Um, he brought out uh, Chris Harrison. Bachelor, Chris Harrison brought out Bachelor Rachel Lindsay, and she was the first woman who was the first black woman. Yes, yes, yes. To uh, talk about online harassment and hate, and she read they couldn't even play him on morning TV. Because the, all the show, at least about GMA, her being picked as the Bachelorette. No, or? just what people tweeted her and Instagrammed her. I mean, vile, racist, hateful. Yuck. The, uh, I mean, and she read it, and people were crying in the audience to hear hear the, these hateful tweets. You know, with uh, th- with threats to kill her and and on your looks and her race and. Just really, really vile. They didn't, ABC didn't come out and call it racist, but it was racist. It was hate. It was harassment. And then Chris asked all the women that were in the current season that were there to tell all of Peter the pilot, how many of you have had these types of text messages of comments made about comments? Not, they're not, they're tweets and Instagram. Mm -hmm. I have had this kind of social media. Every one of them raised their hand. And they said they all had to learn quickly that there are words that you can filter out so that you don't see some of those messages. Because, you you know, it, people that, I mean, we don't. We, I've never. We never. People have, are very nice to us and we've never. I mean, maybe we've gotten. I think we've had to block like maybe four or five people on Twitter. That's Total. it since mm-hmm. 2009. And obviously we don't. We're not at the level. I mean, these people on The Bachelor, they go from you know, 300 followers or a thousand followers to a hundred thousand. So it's just amplified, but it was really, it was pretty moving and uh, very Words powerful. hurt. Even very, though you say, don't worry about it, have a thick skin. When people tell you really mean things, you, but they're like, threatening. These are threatening horrible. things. It's not, it's, it's, so it's hate like, mixed with racism, mixed with nasty messages that we're going to come and get you. It was really shocking. Yes. And and it's amazing to me that people do do that because I always think of like uh, Instagram as being you know a force for positivity and more pictures and Twitter can be a little bit snarky but ah, th- this was just unbelievable and she read like ten of them yuck and it was yeah it was really good so and they, they didn't edit out edit out any of her the language no no they, but oh, the morning shows did not did. play it because it was so hateful and she did say um she she told the associated press there were interviews after the show and she said if i could change one thing it's that the the show doesn't reflect the real world because it's this you know bubble and um and is the only black lead in the franchise hat history and she's a lawyer Mm -hmm. she said she just felt like it was her responsibility to continue to ask questions and give suggestions to abc on how they could better improve the show and not go into stereotypes and right you know blah 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 but anyway so she uh she was really really talking about the bachelorette yeah she was really really good and she's engaged to her guy still I think so. Yeah, yeah she, I, think so. I like she her. Didn't, none of that came up. It was a hundred percent about her. So no, it was a hundred percent about the social media sure. and the racist and hateful uh, attacks. And they gave it like ten minutes, and all everyone in the audience was crying. I mean, I was getting welled up at home, Julia. It was. If I just you know, thought, but think about if you know. I don't know anyone who sends those type of things, um, but 
they must really be. I don't. What I, is it even? I don't get it. It's uh, anonymity behind a keyboard is what Gosh. it is. Yeah, I mean, as far as the reasons for it, besides yeah, just so you know, racism, sometimes it's jealousy. Yeah, but I don't even care about no, that. No. It's just like unbelievable. I mean, I think of like, it, that would be really hard oh. to take. And then some of the bachelorettes that were there that are, you know, mixed, um, maybe a white, white mom and a Vietnamese dad or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, black and white. And they said, oh, yeah, you know, we've been used to this since like, junior high right Mm. this is some of this stuff that we see and and people you know say making slurs against our ethnicity and stuff but every single gal when chris said who's gotten these kinds of mess hateful messages that made you afraid and just made you want to cry all of them yuck i know it every Mm. one of them so anyway when we come back it's our story we can't get enough of Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. So the stars of The Invisible Man sat down with Andy Cohen last night in the in the Bravo Clubhouse. Elizabeth Moss and Eldis Hodge. He plays her friend who just happens to be a cop who she escapes to when she leaves her abusive guy. And um, The Invisible Man, It that was correct that Johnny Depp was originally when Universal yep. did the reboot. He was going to play the Invisible he Man. He was not with this director, not with this script, not with this storyline. But um, anyway, I was. Uh, I thought, oh, Elizabeth, I wonder if uh, uh, wh- what topics will come up. And the first topic we have is uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah. Uh, my question is for Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, do you know yet how Handmaid's Tale will ultimately end? And um, do you think June? We'll ever get out of Gilead, hopefully with Nick. <laughs> Aw, you're on Nick's side. I like it. Um, it's a tab. Well, yes, I kind of have an idea. You kind of have an idea? Yes. Do you know how many seasons it will go? I do. I oh, Yes, maybe. Can you say? No. You can't. <laughs> Is this the one that you're starting to film next week? Which will be season four. Yes. Is correct. season four the last season? No, I don't no. think so. I okay. mean, not that I know. Okay. <laughs> Unless nobody watches it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's watching it. She's so cute. Her laugh is really fun. Yeah, really cute. And then Elvis Hodge, who's uh, her co-star in Invisible Man, we know him from a lot of things. He played Levy Jackson in Hidden Figures. He was in the WGN America series Underground. We know him. He had a small part for about one season on Friday Night Lights as far as TV. He was in uh, What Men Want. He was in Clemency. He does movie and TV. Yeah, he's... He was a child actor. Oh, with his brother. Yes. Mm -hmm. So here we go. For Aldis. My question is, um, when you were working with Samuel L. Jackson as a little kid in Die Hard, did you have any idea how big of a deal that was? And what was the best lesson he taught you? 
Yeah, I had no idea at all because I was not allowed to watch his movies. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, not at all. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who Bruce was. Really? Nah, nah. But um, the, the, the best advice, um, I'm still cool with Sam today, but the best advice he told my mom was like, if you want your boys to really understand the craft of acting, you should get them on stage. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, right after that, my brother and I had an audition for a Broadway play called Showboat. Both of us actually ended up uh, performing in Showboat together, and uh, he was right. That's where the foundation hit, so appreciate that, Sam. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you, how old were you, Aldous, when you were in Showboat? Uh, I was like nine. Nine. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about nine when I got my brother was ten. That is I really mean, they've something. been working their whole life. Yeah, and yeah. he also played um, Kevin Bacon. He's the he's the DeCourcy Ward in that City on a Hill on Showtime. I don't know if you ever watched, watched that with it. Kevin Bacon. Yep. Um, so and he's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I believe if my memory is serving me correctly, there are so many thrilling moments in The Invisible Man, but I do think we see him shirtless. Oh. And it, that was also very appreciated. Now, this was um, during the after show. Uh, we got what we were really uh, looking for because Elizabeth Moss is very, I would say, tight-lipped and, and, and vaguely bs about Scientology. The yes. last, her most aggressive public stand Elizabeth Moss has ever taken with Scientology is when she walked out of the room after Leah Remini won a Television mm -hmm. Critics Award mm -hmm. for the Scientology takedown series, Leah Remini Scientology in the Aftermath. She did do that, and that's been the most public, aggressive thing. But right. she is not someone who does she Insta posts. Or, or feels like she's recruiting people. She's not lifestyle products. She doesn't, no yep. side hustles. She doesn't bring it up, but someone did. Uh, this is an after the show, and someone calls her in. Uh, calls and asks her about the rumor she was engaged to fellow Scientologist Tom Cruise. Peter G. Uh, texted Elizabeth, did you really use the OC Housewives as inspiration for your character in Us? <laughs> Legit. Did yeah. you? Was there yeah. a specific housewife that you no, were thinking just, of or just the, just the, the oeuvre? The oeuvre, the yes. whole vibe. Yes. Those women are just so inspiring. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's so, funny. So, but yeah. she that's is right. a long time. She's been before on the show. She loves all the real housewives. Oh, right. right she right, is right. a fan okay. of all of them. Andy has had her do her tagline. I mean, she's multiple times in the clubhouse. This next one is the Tom Cruise. Hey, my question's for Elizabeth. Okay. Okay, what was your reaction when you read those gossip stories that you were getting married to Tom Cruise? <laughs> Wait, there were gossip stories that you were getting yes. married to Tom Cruise? How did you Rose? miss that? Oh, my God, I would have been so excited I for know. you. I would have DM'd you and been like, <laughs> Congrats. this is, yes. Muscle. Wow. <laughs> um, I actually was confused and also mainly, mainly got texts from people being like, I didn't know. Why didn't you tell me? Right. And just confusion from my, my friends. But mainly All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to you. UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Be poking fun at it because obviously they knew that it wasn't. Wow. Oh. And then I saw it on the cover of one of the gossip magazines, and I was like, I've never had that haircut. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be a picture of the two of us, and I was oh, like, so I've never funny. styled my hair like that. Wow. Oh, funny. It's clearly not me. So they put your face in... It was another some... blonde. It was like the back of someone's oh, head. Oh, wow. And I, I just, you know how you, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Guys, you guys know, do but like, you better. know how your hair yes. does, yeah. you know? Do better, like that's, says that's, Aldous. That's, that's uh, <laughs> when you know you've made it, when people are like, you know, making up who you're marrying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I feel like, you know, you made it. Thank you. Know you. you when they're making that up, sweet you've that made all it. this doesn't yeah. even know she's in a, a Scientologist, and it's no. sweet that anyone would ever think Tom Cruise would want to marry a younger actress who also happened to be a Scientologist. I mean, you know that's what they've been looking for for him. Yeah. I know. he's He's been, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. anyway, but they were, they were kind of a, a, a delightful, and oh. I... About what? nine years ago, Aldous Hodge was in a series on TNT or TBS. Oh, that was I'm... that Leverage? Leverage, yeah, he was good in that. And it happens to star someone who I think is going to come up later in the show. Is that the one with Timothy Hutton? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was Leverage. Yeah, that's right. And I think he kind of got some, like, acting nominations. Like, people liked that show, but not enough eyeballs were on it. Yeah, it lasted about three years, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, I like that Andy still has his call-ins that he leaves. Well, I do too because it's the only, you know, touch with. Well, it's the only late-night show that even does that yeah. anymore. You're yeah. right, Laurie. Yeah, I, I mean, we I don't do even too. take call-ins. Yeah, we do. When I'm <laughs> when, gone, yes. no, we want to take them. People call in. You can call whenever you want and say whatever you want. Our phones work. Um, listen, we want to just give a, a shout out. Um, that we're thinking about the people in Nashville, the oh tornadoes that swept through there last night. 22 people have died. Oh. Um, and one of the buildings where there was a, a concert that was held last night, a fundraising concert actually for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And you recognize the side of the building because the concert venue is demolished. And you're like, Julia, that's where I had barbecue right there. Right at this building. And I believe in in America, I think it's yes. hand painted. It's a white brick. It's. It was it's kind a, of a cool mural, and it was kind of a well-known place, and I made Casey take a picture of me under. I love to get a picture. We've done it in L.A. You yeah, know, we, yeah. Under we, cool murals, murals, we like to do it. Like but to yeah, do it. And I, it, I totally recognize it. So, I mean, my gosh, that's devastating, that tornado. It really, it really is. It wiped it's out so, a lot of Nashville. Like, they are looking for blood at the, yes, at the they hospitals are. and everything. And, I mean, Music City is so much fun. That is such a fun place to go to it's on my list you never have been no i haven't Uh, been to memphis or nashville no it's on my list the country music hall of fame is so good i can't even tell you and you know what they have right now at the country music hall of fame they have a whole special taylor swift exhibit oh they do it's just really i mean we i think casey didn't believe me but i'm like we're gonna be here for like four hours and And you were he didn't believe me about graceland we were at graceland for six and a half hours there's that, that much, much stuff to read and to look and you're to just see because there's fashion like right. in the country music they had cars and they had special uh-huh. exhibits and you could make your own um playlist you could pick all these different old country you know different songs right. it, there's that it's just a cool place so i hope people don't cancel their trips and stuff because 
you know, tourism is such a big part of Music City. Yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. And Carrie yeah. Underwood says that she had to hide in their safe room last night. Oh, my they had gosh. To hide well, their she's kids lucky in the safe she room. had she one. Is. She is. That's what she says. Yeah. Wow. All right. Listen, we'll be back with Matt Belanger. Okay, time for your My Talk traffic. It's going to be starting this afternoon in... Well, we don't have any more traffic. That's it. <laughs> I thought See that, that, you know what, Angie? Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's, it's Matt Belanger. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Belanger, Buck Langer. It's Matt Belanger. Yeah. Why does that crack every, us up every time? Every time you're, you know, I it's wish, I wish we would have taken a video of you all recording that. I know. Well, we just we, <laughs> we did, did one take. Uh, really? And you yeah. just said, "Let's roll with it." Well, Rocco just said, "Just start mm-hmm. saying all the ways you say his name, and I'll figure out a musical bet or whatever." And so we just <laughs> did, and then we had like a couple. No, it's playing. You know, we yeah. something else. Real. It was a natural. It was uh, an organic natural. Oh, it, yeah, way well, to it go. was the real YouTube. And that's who we love. All right, oh, so it's primary day. It is. Oh, it's a busy day in the newsroom. I was Tell us what's say, going you on. Guys, it must Ooh. be hopping. Yeah, it's a busy, busy, busy. So we've got uh, polls open today until eight o'clock. Some of your listeners might be trying to squeeze in a stop yeah. at the poll to cast a ballot here so. on the way home from work or whatever. So you have until eight. And remember, if you're in line by eight o'clock, that's okay. okay. Uh, they'll get you through. You're guaranteed to, to vote. Remember, you have the right to take time away from work without being docked your pay Ooh. or using vacation time or anything like that. You have the right in Minnesota to take time from work to vote and don't let them try to tell you otherwise. All right, I'll see you guys later. I voted You gave it away that you already it took care of it. It was easy to vote because yeah. it was just, just you either vote Democrat or Republican and you get one choice. Yep. I think there was only one Republican on the ballot. On the Republican yeah. ballot, there is just uh, President Trump's name listed or and then you could write in another, another okay. candidate. But and the then, DFL ballot is confusing yes, for people it is. because there are still 15 names Listed. Yeah. Fifteen candidates are listed when they hand you that ballot right. because they were, you know, printed and settled uh, long ago in the race when so right. many people were in it. And uh, there are just five now candidates still okay. in the race on the Democratic side. So keep that in mind. Kind of brace yourself. You're going to see that huge it's a list long of names. Let's just, just um, kind of show you what a long primary process it is like you know when it started weren't there like 18 people or 20 people 20 people, people i yeah. felt like when it first started it was huge i remember that, that we were talking in the news department because we throw the photos on the tv screen when we talk about it and in the beginning we didn't, almost didn't have enough room on the screen for everybody's photo there were right? too many people right. it looked like a graduating class a graduate, no <laughs> kidding well there have been a lot of people it's, yeah it's been an exciting last couple of days oh, i'm sure tom sure. hauser is like really oh, he's, going he, we nuts. have big coverage planned tonight on five of witness news now a couple of little things you might not realize well obviously you know it's super yeah. tuesday but did you know that um democrats who are stationed abroad around the world today actually this is part they vote today on super tuesday starting uh, this week they have a week to vote in places around the world oh, okay, so they're not bases, forgotten the military okay. so democrats abroad embassies. are part of this today I yeah didn't, I didn't, a lot of people don't necessarily realize yeah. that they we know it's 14 states including minnesota but that and there's the territory of american samoa too they're caucusing that's, today that's so true. yeah everybody's right. got to have a say and super tuesday's a big one and we're gonna puerto see rico, some they interesting vote. results they vote as puerto rico yeah. 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 All right. So lots it's a big day. It's a big day. And so, a lot of in California and Texas yeah, are the big ones. Big states up for grabs today. Thir- more than 1,300 delegates. And so we're going to see the race And what do you need? 1,900 for the nomination? Ugh. I think it is 1,900. 
for the nomination. Yes. Uh, you're quizzing me, and I don't yeah, know off the top of my head. Fine. Oh, Lori. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's I mean, no, okay. I, I think that's what I heard on GMA this morning. I trust your, right. your morning like news 1900 consumption. 1900 yeah. to get to that. So I like that is a lot that yeah. just happens in one day. A lot of people might be wondering, it because Senator Amy Klobuchar ended her uh, campaign mm-hmm. somewhat abruptly yesterday, yeah. and, and many Minnesotans might have been planning to vote for yes. her. And uh, so some of them might be scrambling today if they had not already voted to figure out, well, okay, what's my second choice? Who am I going to vote for now? But the, uh, we we have received the question, can I change my vote if I voted early? And a lot of people take advantage of that and vote early. Right. Uh, the, the answer to that question, unfortunately, is no. no. It is, right. You cannot change your vote uh, by going up and voting again or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a possibility at this point. So that's that's frustrating a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because I think people were, were thinking that Senator Klobuchar would have stayed in the race, at least until voters in her home state had the chance to weigh but in. That was a but we don't have enough delegates. Uh, yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. it was a strategic thing on her part because she's like, well, I'm not going to, you know, the Klobentum, Klobentum. Mm-hmm. Klo- Klo- what, did, what were they called? Blending Clo- with Bent- momentum. Yeah, Clobentum. Clobentum. Yes. was coming. Well, she threw her Clobentum behind uh, former that, Vice President Joe Biden, right. encouraging that's people right. to support him. So we shall see. But that's the that's the scoop on if you can change your vote or not. So it's a big day. We'll have we'll have coverage for you. We'll, we'll see what shakes out tomorrow. It's kind of been just an unbelievable political season. It really, oh, yeah. it has mm-hmm. been. Day it's by like day, something minute the by writers minute. of uh, 20, no one could, 2020 could have <laughs> dreamed writing up this script. So uh, to lighten it up a little bit, we have um, a great little story here that I talked about uh, this morning on the news, and it just blew my mind. And I think somebody here locally should be able to do this. Why didn't anybody think of this before? Tell me what it is. Puppies and pizza. All right. So there's a pizza shop in New York State. It's in like Amherst or something. Mm-hmm. And just a little place. And they teamed up with the shelter because we all know there are just loads and loads of shelter animals that cannot find homes and right. we, need, we need to work on that uh and so this shelter said well i'm gonna we're gonna print out posters of these available animals and we're gonna slap them on the pizza boxes as they go out the door to these deliveries and what so people are idea. people are greeted with their pizza and they're happy because their food has arrived but at the same time they're also then seeing this available shelter animal now not everybody's gonna be able to adopt right, the right. animal but, but apparently a- it's taken off and the shell i mean the animals are being adopted left and right that's a cool thing i think somebody you know here for some reason this. it's reminding me of the movie parasite when i think of pizza boxes now that pizza restaurant that uh-huh. they used in Parasite uh-huh. has become like a bona fide tourist attraction. In South Korea? Yeah. If, I believe if anyone's it. going to South Korea right yes. now, which uh, I don't think I don't so. think they are. But I mean, it just, yeah. I you know, it reminded uh-huh. you of that for some reason that just no. kind of came up. But that's a great place to advertise. It's a big it's a big area, depending on what size you get. And it works. And it's just, it's kind of like a low cost partnership. And yeah. uh, I'm sure, I'm sure some, some lo- we're talking to you at local pizza chains here in the yeah. Twin Cities. It, what a neat partnership. Yeah. Maybe if they could. Uh, buddy up with the Animal Humane Society mm-hmm. in some way and just promote these animals, see if we can't get some forever homes for our four-legged oh, Okay, so you, Matt, you little animal lover. I am, I know. I don't I don't have an animal and I work so much, I, you know, I feel bad. I wouldn't be able to walk the dog right. enough. And, but I do love animals. And so I had cats growing up. And, oh, you had cats. And I secretly want this corgi now so bad, but I... No. You know, no, no, no. Remember what I, I told you? I told you this. They nip at heels. They need they room nip, to run. I they know. bite people. They're very... But they have such cute little butts. It I doesn't, know, but they're... <laughs> 
Farting so animals. do other things. And they bark. <laughs> Camels. Your, your neighbors will hate you. Elephants. Right. <laughs> Horses. So what are you doing this weekend? Because I have I have something that I'm doing on Saturday. And I'm we're going to Vegas. We're going to Vegas. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, I'm doing something even better. I'm, okay. going, I'm going to Minnesota Monthly's Food and Wine Experience at Target uh, Field. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Beautiful. Like, no, okay, so I'm a first-timer. Okay. And they came into the studio the other day, and they told us about it. And, you know, it's more than just food and wine. That's a big part, but there are vendors there. We I met this great guy who makes uh, very custom leather belts and, and uses really old-fashioned tools and got an inside kind of story about uh, how he does his work. And I think that's the beauty of these types of events because you get one-on-one with the vendors. You learn their story. You're, you're talking with somebody right there in front of and you who can walk. Field? It is at Target Field? It is at Target, is, is at Target Field in Minneapolis. They said it's inside gonna be like, and it's going to be warm. They're going to, you know. Yeah, but it's going to be super warm. Well, yeah, the this weekend's going to be gorgeous, and so it's not like really the weather's going to be a concern. But so my question is: for you've gone to this event in the past before, so how do I feel like it could be overwhelming? So, what's your? Do you just like go around one at a time? Listen, they only pour a little bit, (laughs) so they're going to. You went right to the wine. Well, it's the food and wine experience. Yeah, I know you got to go. All right, so Donnie, did you have something to say? Well, I've been twice at Target Field. Yeah. Okay. And you you have to you get in a line because they only did in so many people at a time yeah. because the mm. hallways aren't that wide and you just basically start at one end of the field and you kind of walk, walk around and you to go to the other end and there's stuff everywhere Matt overload yeah it's everywhere wow. But and just take your ADD medicine. Don't eat beforehand, Matt. Yeah. yeah so go hungry. Like go it's hungry. not like there's yes. going to be a sad little half of a pretzel stick in a no, cup or something, and I'm going to so be starving when I leave. There, yeah. But don't oh, you wow. think it'll make a big yeah, difference? A big eater, that it's warm out. <laughs> that it's going to be 62. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, oh, Julia, it's good. only going to be like 10 degrees warmer in Vegas. I know. So it, what it, are you all doing in Vegas? Bruno Mars. Oh, you know. Yeah, we're going for fun. Fun for you. Yeah. What? Live it up, ladies. We That's are. We were in um, Beverly Just wash Hills. your hands. Do me a favor. Wipe off the doorknobs and the, and oh, the airplane no tray. And then wash your lots worry. of hands. We've been on that for years. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. You were doing it before it was cool these days. Yeah. But mm. we're going to Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. And we decided when we were in L.A. Because we're like, we have so much fun when we travel together. Mm-hmm. And Julie's like, should we go to Vegas? And I'm like, we better decide now. Because March will be here before mm-hmm. you know. And that yeah. was like the middle of January. Sometimes you just Ooh. do have, have to a friend do a we're going advanced. with. Yeah. And so I'm sure you snagged a pretty good deal. Bellagio. Oh, We've nice. snagged a really oh, good deal. I promise you stand and watch the fountain show for me one more time. Oh, we Would you will. please? Just a, yeah, yeah we it? like staying in Bellagio. We like Center Strip. Yeah. You know, so Flamingo, yeah. Caesars, Bellagio, but Paris, Paris is there. Yes, I, yeah, but Planet nice. Hollywood. That's our. That's, that's our, our sweet spot. Th- that's the sweet spot of Vegas, right? Smack. You know, once, when I went, I once went to Vegas as um, a college student because there was this big broadcasting convention mm-hmm. out there, and I didn't know what I was doing. And I so we, I booked a really cheap room at the Stratosphere. Oh, and you know, so far and away. It's, and it's in yeah. the Stratosphere. Like, yeah, it is. Um, but at Vegas, that phenomenon happens because everything looks like. Really? I'm like, well, we'll just we're gonna walk down. I can see the Eiffel Tower; it's right there. Oh my! And you have to go up these escalators and over the things and down again. I mean, we. I mean, I was passed (laughs) out, hungry. I I I almost want to wear a walking, you know, thing Fitbit because you do put in miles, even to go to the restroom. Well, one Las Vegas block is like. 
Six seven. It's not even a block. block. It's a small town. That's yeah, what you walk is. through. It really is. Incredible. Well, ladies, so a uh, well, happy primary election day to everybody. For Get the out, news. exercise your, you know, right in this democracy and uh, and have a say in this wild presidential race that we're right. seeing right now. Yeah. All right. Thanks, we'll man. Tune in. Yeah. We'll Where tune are we in. Tuning Eleven in? o'clock on KSTP. And then we have that nice newscast at noon. If yep. you want more on local news over in forty five. See you, ladies. Matt. Have a great trip. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Oh, we've got some really sweet audio we're going to share with you we are remembering james lipton did you miss sex monday you can always find it on the podcast download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast With a broken heart, I guess that sometimes good things fall apart. Oh, I love that song, Good Things Fall Apart. Elenium. Isn't that a good song? Very good. So good. Okay, so um, yesterday we talked just a little bit about um, James uh, Lipton, who'd passed away on Sunday at the age of 93 from Brat. Uh, bladder cancer, and he only retired from doing Inside the Actors Studio in the Actors School two years ago yes. when he was 91. And um, he was asked in 2017 about who was the, because he said legends on. Maybe I'll wait and tell this story All after right, in case they tell it, it okay. in the audio. Okay. It, it might be in there. Okay, let's listen. This is from the Today Show. With the stage, two chairs, and a stack of questions, James Lipton redefined the acting class. Founding the Actors Studio Drama School in New York in 1994 and creating a master class named Inside the Actors Studio. A who's who of Hollywood sat down with Lipton for more than two decades, laughing, crying, and talking their way through hours-long question and answer sessions with an audience of students. Long-running television series offered an unparalleled look into the lives and craft of the world's biggest stars. From icons like Paul Newman... I don't know the things that I have a gift for except tenaciousness. ...to Jack Lemmon, who opened up about his own issues with addiction. Which I am, incidentally. Who? Me. You're talking as Clay now or as, as Jack no, Lemmon? No, as Jack Lemmon. I'm an alcoholic. And even modern-day stars like Dave Chappelle. I like entertaining, and the higher up I go, for some reason, the less happy I am. I mean, so he always got yeah. people to say the most interesting thing. Barbara Streisand tweeted about him because, you know, she was on. I mean, everybody has been yes. on that show. And uh, let's just play the second part of the story real quick. Lipton said Robin Williams' appearance was one of the series' best. Remembered the comedian's legendary riff with us here at Today. I raised my hand and finally he said, yes. I said, may I ask a question? Bradley Cooper was a young student at the school, seen questioning Robert De Niro and Sean Penn in 1999. Years later, Lipton would welcome Cooper back to sit in that famous chair. We looked at each other and we burst into tears and we had to stop and recover ourselves before we could go on with the show. The host lovingly parodied on Saturday Night Live for his serious tone an enormous stack of blue cards. Those blue cards always ended with a final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Just a few years ago, Lipton answered it for himself. You see, Jim, you were wrong. I exist, but you may come in anyway. Oh, 
And the Bradley Cooper, he was. I remember he was imitated by Will Ferrell on SNL, mm-hmm. yeah. and the most famous one was when Kate Hudson played Drew Barrymore to Will Ferrell's James Lipton. Yes, and <laughs> the reason why Bradley program, oh. and it was always his wish that one day one of the actors that attended the actor's studio would be oh, a, sure. guest. Yeah, a guest yeah, sure. on the show. And oh. Bradley Cooper is the one. Oh. So that was kind of, kind of... That's very cool. Okay, so answer the question. If heaven exists, what would you like What would you like God to say to you? What, do you, what would he say? Can you welcome, home. welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome <laughs> home. I don't know. I can't think of anything yeah. right now. Yeah, but yeah, it's well. Of course, those actors know he's going to ask them that at the what end. What do we yeah. want God to, to say to us? If yeah. heaven exists, what would you like God to say to you? Yeah, that's I, not a bad one. I When I was listening to it this morning, I was like, I'd like him to say, everyone you love is waiting for you. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking my dad's there. Yeah, everyone's there. Yeah, everyone you so, love is here waiting for you. That would that's what you had I would more like time to, to think than I did. Well, just that I answered the question in my mind. I thought, what would I like to hear? And I thought I would like to hear mm-hmm. that. That's what I want to hear. Your dad's right over here. Yeah, your grandma's here. Right. Yeah. So anyway, it was uh, Jimmy also did um, Chris. Chris, what's his name? Connell did a yes. nice tribute to him, and they showed the clips. But he also did say. When Robin Williams just kind of came in and took took over, I saw it. How how funny that oh. was, you know, boy, and that man was funny. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, we've all seen the clip of a very young looking Bradley Cooper asking De Niro and maybe Sean Penn, and Sean Penn, yeah, about um, you know, he had a question as a mm-hmm. student. Oh, I know it. So anyway, uh. Uh, but super sweet. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was that was kind of cute. And then um, uh, Donnie posted. We got to have a movie trailer uh, oh. every day. And yeah. this is uh, a lot of kids read uh, the Artemis Fowl books. And Colin Farrell stars in the Disney movie Artemis Fowl and posted the trailer. It looks really good. It's about the twelve-year-old Artemis. Yeah, my kids read these. Yeah. They're really good. Really good mm-hmm. books. It looks really good. Colin Farrell, uh, you know, he is he needs to be saved by his son. Right. His 12-year-old. Yes, yes. Looks good. Yeah. It really it does, looks does look good. good. Yeah. It's that, in May, I think. Yeah, May 29th, so Memorial Weekend. Oh, that's a good that's a good time. And, and yes. Julia, very exciting yes. news. This was announced by uh, Deadline yesterday. Um a book that just we all read. We're, we're, girls everywhere read Judy Bloom's classic. Are you there, God? It's me, me Margaret. Um, Lionsgate has committed to to greenlight the movie with a budget for thirty million dollars, and it, it, Judy Bloom is she's turned down offers for years. And there was a massive bidding ward for ward yeah. for this. Well, but she wanted yeah. to. She's she's never. They've been all over her because she mused on social media that maybe the time. I don't know when this was. Maybe a couple of years ago. Maybe it was time for this movie to get made. On Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Margaret. But this young girl who is praying for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. Period. Boobs. Boobs. Everything. Yeah, I know. Oh. I did. I prayed. Oh. I prayed. I got on my hands and knees in like seventh grade and prayed for breasts. Boobs, please. <laughs> please. I'll never forget having calling my mom in the bathroom and squeezing 
my arms together for my completely non-existent <laughs> chest. I yes. started chest like an like an like you know a seven year old. <laughs> Mom, I need a bra. Everyone is wearing a bra. She took one look at me. You don't need a bra. You keep wearing your undershirts. <laughs> right. I'm like. Damn and, it! And then oh on the gosh. other side, those of us who boobs kept growing, please, please God, God, please make stop. stop, make it stop. How old is Margaret in these books? She's like, she, I feel like sixth, sixth grade. Sixth, sixth grade. grade. So yeah. this would be and a good role. She, for we us, used to say that, like, if one of us were ha, had our period, we are you there, God? It's, it's me, me, Margaret. Margaret. Yeah, you know, we'd like to call, to call it that day and stuff. These, but this book was. The Everything. first book that anyone talked about kind of changing body things that were happening. And- well, I guess Lionsgate wooed Judy Bloom. There mm-hmm. were several female executives who passionately pitched it to her. And Lionsgate, uh, they transformed their conference room into an 11-year-old's uh, girl's bedroom. And, I mean, they really... That's cool. They, they really... Wow. They really, in the, in the room, were personal memory boxes and photos of all of these uh, different executives. Uh, there were women and how their stories about how that book helped them. And here's what Judy Bloom said. I knew when I met Kelly and Jim, execs at Lionsgate, yeah. I was incredibly, incredibly lucky to have them heading up Team Margaret with their early and continued enthusiasm for the project, we feel Margaret has found the right home, and after 50 years, it's about time. Has it been that long? Yes, years. Julia. Wow. What year did that book come out? Oh, well, 50 years 50 ago. Years. Do the math, Do Julia. the math. No, I don't want to. 1970? Okay, so it was 1970. Yeah. And Lions... You're looking at me like, come on, Julia. And I'm <laughs> like, well, come on, Lori. <laughs> well, I mean, but Julia, you are the math person. Well, and <laughs> and, really? and tw- that was not a hard one. But I'm busy trying to give you one more little juicy nugget. The Lionsgate executives went to Key West to personally pitch her over several times, because that's where Judy lives. I love knowing that she lives in Key West. To pitch her on that they had the vision to make this movie be everything that the, that the book is. So, oh, Beverly Cleary is so cute. The, the the author Beverly Cleary. What? Oh what? no! I'm I'm never mind. Never mind. I'm getting mixed. Judy up. Bloom is I know. the author. I know of. Are you there, God? It's I know. Margaret, yeah. <clears throat> Beverly Cleary is another. I know it. Yeah. I know it. I'm uh, I'm yeah. so sorry. That math problem has just got me flummoxed. Yeah. Flummoxed and gobstopped. Yeah. Gobsmacked. Too- yeah. <laughs> See? I couldn't even get that right. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.